A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know Bumblebee, bumblebee, bumblebee. That's my warm up. <laughs> Hello, oh, babies. babies. Welcome to Baby Geniuses. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Thank you for listening to, to our, our show. show. <laughs> that was really good. Are we the new Indigo Girls? Yes. Oh, my God. We're the Dusty Blue Girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Uh how are you doing? I'm all right. We have bad news and good news. Both dog related. Both dog related. Um, sadly, my dog Indy has passed away. Um, so I'm sad about that. But she lived much longer than I expected. And she's had cancer for two years. And it was time. Yeah. I just like woke up one morning and she was just looking at me like, uh, uh, I'm uncomfy. Uh, and she's like kind of hiding behind the couch a little. which She never does. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call it. I don't want her to be in pain anymore. That's such a hard choice to make, but I'm, yeah, the hardest. I'm glad you did. I think that it was the right thing to do. Yeah. I'd had her for like 13 years, so it was really, yeah. really rough. She was a good dog. She was the best dog. Um, yeah. But she was looking very skeletal by then. There. Absolutely. It was not. She didn't look like herself anymore. No. And she'd like stop playing with toys. And yeah, it was just, it was time. Yeah. People you, would keep asking like, oh, are you feeding her? I'm like, yeah, this is just what cancer does. <laughs> like, yeah. It makes you really skinny sometimes. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like just part of. That yeah. process. Um, she looked like Jack Skellington's dog. She did, yeah. yeah. It was just kind of cool. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of cool to see her anatomy that way. Um, um, all of our listeners were very sweet about it in the Facebook group. Oh, Thank yeah. you for sending those messages. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Everyone's being so nice to me. Like People sent me flowers, and like mm-hmm. my friend's mom made like this little felted version of Indy, and like my it's writing really teacher cute. made a painting of her, and I really appreciate it. I thought... I thought I'd be too sad to like look at pictures of her and reminders of her, but I'm not at all. I really uh, like watching videos and and stuff. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe I'll get a puppy sometime <laughs> after yes. I'm done traveling. <laughs> it's kind of hard to live without a dog. It's weird. Like so many of my behaviors like revolved around her. Like when I'm making myself a tuna sandwich and I have no one to give the scraps to. <laughs> it's so weird and like. Yeah. Whenever I leave the house or enter the house, there's like no little creature there to yeah. greet me. It's like a very strange feeling. Um, so if you're out there and you're dealing with a loss of a pet, I totally get it. And if you want Lisa to mail you her tuna scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Just in a normal mailing Just envelope. Just a normal business Just- envelope. <laughs> Uh, just give me your address and I'll send it on over. Oh, we're going to get some hate mail from the post office. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, that's going to be on time. (laughs) They have a lot of trouble finding my address, so maybe I'm safe. Oh man. Um, Um, but we have good news too. We have good dog news. Good dog news. Which I have a dog now. He's right here. I got a dog. We will never have to, we will never record an episode of this podcast without a dog. Your timing, I must say, was... 
just perfect. Was it good or bad? I felt I was like, I hope that this doesn't make you sad that I have a dog now. No, it's but- good. Like I loved looking at pictures of him. I did cry at one point. I was just like, oh, I want a dog. But <laughs> <laughs> um, whenever you want to watch him, you are absolutely welcome to. He needs constant attention. <laughs> Um, he's a fresh rescue he is a fresh rescue what's weird so okay we got this dog his name is Alan he is perfect he looks like an otter he has the face of an otter and the body of an otter (laughs) (laughs) he's a distinguished gentleman yeah he with with kind of a blonde toupee not not quite but like he's white he looks both like an old man and a punk yeah uh he looks sad all the time There's no, he has resting sad face. Um, and, uh, uh, and yeah, Peter called it uh, resting devastated face. Yes. <laughs> um, and he, he has like, oh, my wife is sick. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's his face. <laughs> Please. My wife, she's very ill. <laughs> I need to buy some potatoes. Oh. <laughs> um, but we, yeah, we've had him for a week and a half now. We went to, like, we had been sort of, like, looking for a dog for a while. And we ha- I had, like, gone to a bunch of, like, adoption events, which are kind of chaotic and crazy because there's just a bunch of dogs there and they're not acting normal because they're around all these other dogs. Yeah. Um, but I went to this adoption center. But then I was like, we should go to someplace during the week, like a shelter or an adoption thing or something. And so that we can be like not surrounded by a bunch of people and it'll be like easy to pull off. And it kept being like, we would plan to go places on the weekend and then stuff would come up. And so, uh, Peter and I both had like a little bit of a break in work and I was like, let's go on Wednesday to this adoption center that's open every day of the week. And you can just go in. Had you seen any pictures of him before you went? I had, Uh, he was one of, I was like, this is one of the dogs I want to meet. There were two yeah. dogs that I mentioned specifically that I wanted to meet and um or three but only two of them were available to meet that day um the other one I'm assuming was tied up in meetings <laughs> um uh, it is Hollywood after all uh, <laughs> um and it was such a weird like it, it it was this really awesome place called Wags and Walks which it's like a big adoption center for rescue dogs where they like they, they rescue them from the shelters. They like get them their like checkups and socialize them a bit. And then you go in, you tell them which dogs you want to meet. And then they put you in this like little dog conference room yeah. and then they bring them in one by one oh my and God. then leave you alone with them for like 10 minutes or whatever to like get to know the dog. And it's, I thought it was, Peter thought it was like a doctor's office. And I was like, this feels like a brothel to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and he was like, I, I, he was upset that my mind went there, but I was like, but then I started telling someone else about it and they were like, whoa. <laughs> um, but uh, so he was the first dog that we met and he's so mellow and yeah, so like he's really chill he's so chill he's like a terrier dachshund he's got short little legs so he can't really get into any trouble um, <laughs> and he's just like, like I'll show you <laughs> yeah he just wanted belly rubs and then we met another dog who was just like immediately like on top of the desk in there and mm-hmm. I was like this dog is gonna Chaotic eat all of our energy. food <laughs> yeah uh, really sweet but um but yeah, we were like, weren't planning on bringing a dog home that day. We were like, we'll meet them and then we'll come back if there's one that makes sense. And then we were like, can you hold him for us? And mm-hmm. they were like, no, you should just take him today. Yeah. And I was like, well, we're not ready. And they were like, what Why? What do you need to get ready? And I was like, I don't know, the dog house? things. Yeah, we got to like- get the house ready. And they were like, he'll be fine. <laughs> it's so scary bringing a new animal home. You're yeah. like, well, I don't know what they're going to do. Like what's going to happen. Totally new environment. 
but we bought like a bunch of stuff from them and you know but he has over the past week and a half started get, having crazy separation anxiety but only for me. Uh, like uh, he is in love with me. Yeah. And when I am gone, he howls at the sky. Uh, and like, P- we have not left him alone. Yeah. Like Peter is with him when that happens. And it, there's just nothing. Do you crate him or anything? We kind of fucked up the crate training. Cause we didn't really know better. Like, you can you can do it. Like, well, you're supposed to establish it as like a really positive, safe space yeah. for them. And the first thing we did was left him in there overnight. Oh. And so now he hates the crate yeah. and then he started freaking out. So you can I, undo it. Yeah, I think we're going to have to start over with the crate training, but we haven't done that yet. Yeah. Um, but we are we have a trainer coming tomorrow who's going to we were just like, tell us what to do. Oh, that's a good I wanna idea. I want to do it right. Because yeah, uh, there's are good dog parents <sighs> doing everything so. right. I it's OK so. to make mistakes. Like, yeah, I fucked up so bad with Indy so many times and she was still like such a good dog yeah she was the best dog yeah yeah I want to I want to do it right and I think we're gonna just like learn some stuff and figure it out but and he's a good dog to do it with he seems very forgiving he's, and chill yeah he's he not is. gonna like rip up everything you own or yeah he's the fucking best um anyway it's very exciting I brought him so on on Friday I, I participated in the um Max Fun Drive finale show which oh, was like yeah. a live stream um, thank you to everyone who. Oh my God! Thank you all so pledged. much. I they, so like, appreciate it. Wildly exceeded my expectations for like new and upgrading members, and like yeah. I just oh I'm so blown away. Thank you so much. Oh my for God. supporting our show. I really appreciate it. Um, we feel the love, and yeah, we. I'm so grateful to you guys. But I so I I did the. I had like a, uh, you know, signed up to do the finale show before we got him. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I have to bring him to this because I can't <laughs> just like, like, I can't leave him alone with Peter if Peter has like anything he needs to do because the dog will just be too distracting. Oh my God. Uh, he like chewed up our front door. Like oh no. he's, yeah. So I brought him and it was so amazing because everyone, like everyone recognized him like a celebrity. Like yeah. there were people who were like, yeah uh including jesse thorne um uh, and i brought him on stage so if you watch the live stream you have seen alan on stage just sitting on my lap his first true appearance in the media (laughs) aside from my instagram his name is so good too yeah his name is alan how'd you come up with this name um we were I mean, we kind of, we had been talking about various names and his name at the, at the, when we adopted him was Alvin Mm -hmm. and we were like, that's an easy transition. And they were like, well, he's only had that name for two days, so you can really (laughs) name him whatever you want. Um, (laughs) But that led us to Alan and then we just didn't top it. Yeah. Um, Because we just wanted like a very mundane sort of human name. And we also don't know anyone named Alan. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I mean, I know one person named Alan who spells it differently. I think my parents had like a colleague named Alan, which is exactly what that name sounds like. That is, yeah. He he is a colleague. (laughs) Alan is a colleague name. colleague. (laughs) (laughs) He works in the biology lab. (laughs) Yeah. You know. (laughs) He's tenured. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's a, it was, what I like too is like we tell people his name when they meet him and they're like, Oh, oh, like it makes them like him more. <laughs> um, so cute. Anyway, thank you everyone for your support of my dog. Yes. <laughs> um, I also wanted to make an announcement 
on the podcast. I've teased this elsewhere, but I decided um, to announce it for real on our podcast. I'm starting a campaign to be a Bond girl (gasps) in a James Bond movie. Oh. (laughs) An online campaign. You heard it here first, probably. (laughs) I briefly mentioned it on Love It or Leave It, and they cut out most of the explanation. So it's just (laughs) me saying, I'm going to be in the next Bond movie, and that's it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love it. What is your campaign consisting of? I don't know yet. I'm open to ideas. All I know is that my Bond girl name is going to be Inertia Velour. (laughs) And I'm going to be the laziest James Bond girl of all time. I also don't like James Bond movies. I don't either. (laughs) Don't care about them at all. I was just thinking, though, like the other day about like, I, I think I was at trivia and there was a James Bond question. So afterward, we were like looking up info and like someone was just like had looked up someone and then there was just like a row you know how like when you google something it'll be like people also search for and then at the bottom it was just like a row of like bond women yeah. of like michelle yo and like all like so many famous beautiful women have been like a bond girl in a james bond movie and it's just such a crazy thing and they've i've either been a bond girl or like someone seinfeld went on a date with yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, and it's insane. Um, and I want to do it. I didn't know Michelle Yeoh was. Yeah, I think, I think so. That's yeah, crazy. I think in like Goldeneye or something. Um, the laziest Bond girl is such a good concept. Yes. I'm just going to have like really, um, sort of lackluster sex with him. <laughs> um, oh, she was in Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I would, I'm just, I'm starting this campaign. I'm open to hashtag ideas. I'm open to strategy ideas, um, <laughs> but I would really like this to happen. I love it. Uh, so that's my announcement. Is Daniel Craig still Bond? Still Bond? Um, I think so, yeah. She'll be paired up with him. With him, yeah. That's good. That's great. Yeah. 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 He seems cool. I mean, I'm saying that because he's with Rachel Weiss, so I just assume. Oh, and you like her. Yeah. Um, I don't don't know if he seems cool. Yeah. Does he seem cool because he's James Bond? (laughs) No, it's only because of Rachel Weiss. Yeah. (laughs) She seems very cool to me. Yeah. I don't, I still haven't seen The Favorite. I'm sorry. (gasps) How dare you? I know. I know. I might try and see it tonight. Good idea. I'm going to see if Peter wants to watch it. Yes. Um, I will watch it. I realized I was like listening to our podcast where you told me to watch it. <laughs> you have to. I have to. I told you I would watch whatever you wanted me to watch. I have to. I watched the full season of uh, Instant Hotel. Yes, that's true. <laughs> exactly. I owe you. And garbage. I'm going to watch something good for you and you watch something shitty for I me. Know. It's so good. And it's only, it's like two hours. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will watch. I will watch. Did I wash my hands? I did wash my hands. I just remembered. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, because you picked up dog poop. Because I picked up dog poop earlier. I just got distracted by that. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I've been washing my hands so much more now that I have a dog because it's like I constantly have dog on my hands. My hands are all dried up and cracked. I have like all of these like fucking little scabs on my hands. My hands have been so cracked lately, too. I've been trying a lot of different like cuticle creams and hand creams and stuff because I'm trying not to like pick at my dry skin oh yeah and it's so hard it's hard with the horse and stuff i have to wash my hands a lot too oh yeah and get very dry and dusty and how like, is juniper so good should we do chunch chat oh my god is it time already how long have we been recording for about 15 minutes 
Okay. I think it's time for Chunch Chat. I think it's time for Chunch Chat, our regular segment where we talk about (laughs) any news in the world of Martha Stewart's pony, Ben Chunch. Chunch. (laughs) When the clock strikes noon, we could have a picnic lunch, find wine, full moon, and we're chatting about Chunch. Ben Chunch. You said, is it time yet? Like we do it at a regular regular time (laughs) every time. It just feels like we just started talking. I mean, we can continue talking. This is just an arbitrary structure. That's true. We can talk about whatever we want at any time. Uh, I don't have much news about Martha. I will say she has a new baby goose. Um, <gasps> that hatched out of her kitchen incubator. You yeah. might you might even say a gosling. A gosling, I would. <laughs> a Ryan Gosling. Um, and it looks cute. Um, and then I'll just talk about Junie. Um, she's doing great. She's been testing her boundaries lately. Oh, it's getting to the point. You know, I've had her like four months now, and she's getting to a point where she's like, "Okay, this is my home now. All right." And she's like, kind of starting to test things a little. And she started doing this this thing where she pretends to be really scared on the way home so that she can kind of scoot and get home faster. And I'm not having it. Oh man, it's not cool. I'm like, I know you're not that afraid of birds. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. So then I have to just ride her in like slow figure eights to try oh. to tell her like, you know, you're not getting home faster. You're not getting home faster. There's not a there's not a loophole here. No, she's too smart. Man, she's very smart. Animals are both so smart and so stupid so because stupid. they think they can trick you and they can't. Yeah. Alan, the other day, <laughs> he's also testing his boundaries. Mm-hmm. He tried to jump up on our bed, which is not allowed. But what he did was he jumped up on our bed and then immediately pretended to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Did he just curl up? He just like jumped on our bed and then cur- curled up like a roly poly. <laughs> As if he wasn't just jumping. And by the way, like when he jumps because he's so short, it's such a big production that yeah. it's like, there's no way his heart isn't beating faster than ever. <laughs> he, <laughs> and he's just, he's just, I'm just a little guy. Just he's asleep. I so much. I caught Junie sleeping for the first time. <gasps> really? And usually when you see a horse sleeping, like when they're all curled up, like in their stall lying down, they get up if they see you because they don't like, you know, they're kind of an alert prey yeah. animal. But she just stayed sleeping. Oh and God. I just went in there and I pet her. And then like, I was like, okay, get up. And she just wouldn't. So I had to wait for her nap to be over. Oh my God. <laughs> so I could get her out. Didn't that make you feel good though, that she feels safe? Yes. Yeah. She trusts me. Yeah, I like that. She's such a potato. <laughs> I've been calling her Strong Potato a lot. Strong Potato. <laughs> yeah, that's her that's her current nickname. I like that. Yeah. Does that conclude Chunch Chat? Yes. That concludes Chunch Chat. It's time now for one, one on fun. All right. We are ready for this. We are. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? This has nothing to do with one on fun. I was reading like some iTunes reviews and someone wrote, I tried to give this podcast a chance, but these two are obsessed with TV shows and celebrities, which I'm like, we are. <laughs> I guess that's true. I absolutely am. We both work in TV. Yeah. Cram it up your butt. <laughs> I, I, I love celebrity gossip. And what I'll, do they expect from this podcast? I'll never stop loving yeah. it. I don't know. I think I wonder just, which episode made them say that. I know. I mean, maybe it was one where we were literally just 
talking about like Outlander and Instant Hotel and then, yeah. and then some celeb gossip we, from yeah. like an award show or something. Neither like, of us have been doing anything we other really, than watching TV we anymore. We do yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we used to do a lot more when we lived in New York and stuff. Kind of. Because you kind of have to because you don't want to go home. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been much of a doing things type person. Yeah. Uh, but I love celebrity gossip. So. Yeah. So. I can't change who I am. This Here's podcast some, wasn't for him. Yeah. Was it a, it was a man? I just assume so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could be wrong. Uh, I'm just Googling a conversation starter real quick. Here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Emily, what is something, I don't know. I don't think I've asked this. What's something you used to love that you currently hate? Oh, great question. <laughs> Me. <laughs> No, that's not true at all. Um, I don't know. I like, I think I used to love doing a bunch of stand-up shows in one night. Oh, yeah. And I'm not really feeling that right now. But I don't, I won't say I hate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't feel that way about it. You used to get a lot of energy from it. Yeah, it used to be the thing that I lived for. Mm -hmm. And now I want to go home. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. I'm just getting older. That's yeah. just what happens. <laughs> uh, so that's something. Um, Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, God, so, it's so weird. So I've been looking at a bunch of these like conversation starter lists. And all of them <laughs> yeah. ask, what's your biggest regret? Which is such an invasive question. It is. I'm yeah. not going to ask someone that. I mean, it's fun because it's very vulnerable. Like, so if someone does answer it, honestly, it could be a great conversation, but it seems a bit invasive. Yeah. I'm like, it'd be creepy. If it's a true regret, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Unless it's like, I wish I had seen the fucking stones before they fucking, you know, like, but then it's like, fuck you. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, what would you do if you had only 24 hours left to live? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm crying just thinking about it. Oh, no. Uh, what would I do? I think I'd just go for like the longest horse ride. Really? And I would go to like areas that I you know, I would go on a long trail ride that normally I'd be too scared to go on or something. Mm. Cause I'd be like, fuck it. Yeah. This is my favorite thing in the world. I'm going to do it without fear. Yeah. One last time. Yeah, baby. And then I would just like ride her to the top of a mountain and just wait it out there. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be very cinematic. I hope Adam would be there too. Maybe we can borrow a horse for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could probably figure something out based on the, or you could just steal one. Yeah. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I would, I would steal all the horses in the barn and ride all of them. <laughs> yeah. Like one. with one foot on one horse and one foot on the other one and then the rest of them like holding leashes to them. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. just a big stampede and I'm yeah. just, I'm just like just r- running across a- the tops of them. Yeah. Back and, back and forth. <laughs> uh, cool. Cool. I, I think that's a pretty average answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true at I'm all. running, sprinting across the backs of a hundred horses <laughs> for my last day on earth. That would be, my version of Melancholia would be a very different movie from Lars von Trier's. <laughs> I haven't seen it. But they both have horses. Is that a movie about someone who has 24 hours to live? The, it's like an asteroid is like headed towards the earth. Oh. And like, it's like this, the group of people's last day basically. But there are horses. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. It's very sad. It's like the saddest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's weird to have a very sad movie that you call Melancholia. Yeah. It's good, though. It's good. I, I do should, rec- should I see it? I recommend it, but you'll never get it out of your head. Oh. Very good performance from Kirsten Dunst. Okay. That's a, an unusual sentence. Yeah? You don't <laughs> think she's good? I don't think I've ever seen her in anything where I was like, wow, I'm glad that it was her in that role. Yeah. She's great in this. Cool. Yeah. I should, um, that makes me want to see it more than anything. Yeah. Just because I just, there's things I didn't like her in. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't think she was good in Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. I didn't love her in Fargo. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. She's okay. Uh, Is this enough TV talk for you assholes? What do you think of this celeb stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We both watched Amy Schumer's new special. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I thought it was um, punchier than her last one. Yeah. And also more um, vulnerable and like real or something like, you know, the stuff about her husband was really sweet. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. There was some stuff where I was like, this is just like applause break feminism. Yes. But absolutely. Like is a little bit late. Late, you know, like too little, too late. But the stuff about like going to the march and getting arrested. Who I was like, okay, but you—that's what you went to do. Like, it, yeah, it, it seemed very, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it was very. It I was funny. like, is the premise of this like your pregnant body is gross? Because we have a special for this already. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, a trend right it's now. A trend it's a legit now. Yeah. trend. Like, not only Ali Wong, but Natasha Leggero has one, and yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Um, it's cool. Yeah, I'm glad that it's happening. Yeah. But I was like, okay, yeah, we we know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that concludes One on Fun. We'll be right back with Wiki of the Week. We know everything. Hi, it's Ali Kokesh, one of the cast members of Mission to Zix, a new addition to the Max Fun Network. We're blown away by the welcome we've received from Max Fun listeners, telling us you've discovered the show and are binging it hard, supporting us during the drive, and just being rad humans all around. Mission to Zix is an improvised, obsessively sound-designed sci-fi comedy epic following a group of ambassadors as they explore the ass end of space. I play Dar, the 12-foot-tall omnisexual security officer with furry scales, chest talons, and a series of flaps and shoots that are for... Yeah, you know what, you'll figure it out. We'd be delighted if you joined our crew aboard the aging sentient starship, the Bargerian Jade, as we travel the Zix Quadrant, meeting all sorts of weird aliens played by brilliant guest comedians. That's Mission to Zix, Z-Y-X-X. Welcome to Wiki of the Week. Who baby? Who baby baby? <laughs> Push it real good. This week's Wikipedia page was sent to us by Kellen Murphy. Thank, Thank you, you Kellen. Kellen. It is the Wikipedia page for planetary mnemonic. A planetary mnemonic refers to a phrase used to remember the planets and dwarf planets of the solar system with the order of words corresponding to increasing side real periods of the body. Sidereal? Sidereal. Sidereal? Sidereal? Spelled like side and the word real, like real, the real world. Uh, one, <laughs> one simple visual mnemonic is to hold out both hands. We started out rough here. Yeah, <laughs> both hands side by side with fingers, fingers spread and thumbs in the same direction with the fingers of one hand representing the terrestrial planets and the other hand, the gas giants. I love that they're called gas giants. Yeah. So the terrestrial ones are uh, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. 
uh, and then there's an asteroid belt on your thumb, and then there's Jupiter. The gas giants are Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and then Pluto is on your thumb. Yeah, isn't there another planet further than Pluto? Was that something discovered? I don't know. Planet X or something. I, I maybe don't, maybe it was. This is not news I keep up with. Me neither. I don't I, like space. Yeah, <laughs> I, we neither of us are interested in going to space. I so. prefer Earth. Yeah, <laughs> I like to just stay firmly planted. So here. yeah, the first thumb represents the Sun and asteroid belt, including Ceres, and the second thumb represents the asteroid belt and trans-Neptunian objects, including Pluto. So, for, there's versions for nine planets and versions for eight planets. Uh, okay, so nine planets. An English language mnemonic, which was current in the 1950s, was men very easily make jugs serve useful needs, perhaps. I <laughs> <laughs> don't think so that's, that's easy like to remember. Mars, Venus, Earth. Uh, Mercury? Or Mercury, or wait, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Yeah. Mercury, Venus, Yeah. Uh, the structure of the sentence suggests that it may have originated before Pluto's discovery and can easily be trimmed back to reflect Pluto's demotion. So you don't need the perhaps at the end, mm -hmm. maybe. Another common English language mnemonic for many years was, my very educated mother just served us nine pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about that is it sort of implies like, this is beneath her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I went to Harvard. Now here I am serving nine personal pizzas. <laughs> Are they full-size pizzas or pizza bagels? Yeah. Other mnemonics include, my very energetic mother jumps skateboards under Nana's patio, which is fucking righteous. I love <laughs> I like that it's like... Uh, pizzas, skateboards. It's like a very early 90s very much like so. boy thing. Yeah. Um, can we get one with like rainforest and <laughs> quicksand in there somehow? Um, Mary's violet eyes make Johnny stay up nights pondering. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Johnny's but, jerking it. Yeah. Thinking about her eyes. Guys don't think about that. Do they? Mary's violet eyes make jerkin. <laughs> make jerkin so unusually naughty perhaps <laughs> we made that one up that was not on here as well as the apt my very easy method just shows us nine planets oh okay, that works yeah a little boring my very efficient memory just stores up nine planets Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and my very easy method just speeds up naming planets <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Yet another is many volcanoes emit mulberry jam sandwiches under normal pressure. No. Okay. That doesn't what? seem easy to remember at all. That doesn't make any sense. Is that what you call lava usually? Mulberry, you know, mulberry, mulberry jam, jam sandwich. Mulberry jam sandwiches is like a normal thing people eat. I will say this does paint a very vivid picture that I'm going to have a hard time forgetting. Mm -hmm. So I can see that. But also, what's a mulberry? Yeah. Does anyone really know what a mulberry is? I'm going to say no. I know. I've heard of a mulberry bush. What does a mulberry look like? Describe it to me right now. And I'm, I'll tell you if you're right. When was the last time you ate one? I've never eaten Much a mulberry. Much less a sandwich consisting of mulberry jam. Tell me right now what you think a mulberry looks like. Uh, I don't know. Small, round, and red? Incorrect. <laughs> Big, square, and black? <laughs> it's like a long-ass blackberry. What? Yeah. Let me look this up. Or like a long ass raspberry. What? It just looks like a blackberry. But look at these ones. Oh, they're so long. They're so long. Wow. 
They look like an addled penis. I don't know yeah. what they're addled with, but something bad. Berryitis. Anyway, now I picture a mulberry sandwich coming out of a volcano. Gonna vomit. <laughs> Many of these mnemonics were made obsolete by the 2006 definition of planet, which reclassified Pluto as well as Ceres and Eris as a dwarf planet. Which leads us to eight planet mnemonics. Eight planets. Much easier. When Pluto was demoted to a dwarf planet, mnemonics could no longer include the final P. The first notable suggestion came from Kyle Sullivan of Lumberton, Mississippi, USA. What do they mean by notable? Whose mnemonic was published in the, oh, okay, in the January 2007 issue of Astronomy Magazine. Do you not subscribe? <laughs> <laughs> My violent evil monster just scared us nuts. <laughs> why is this? Why was this published? Why was did, this published? Did he just like just scaring you nuts is not a saying. It's not a thing. These are these are written so strangely. They're so weird. In August, I feel the same way about my very efficient memory. Just stores up nine planets. Like you wouldn't say your memory stores up things. No. It's like a really strange use of words. Yeah, especially if you need a mnemonic device, then that's not true. I've got scared nuts by that. <laughs> uh, the movie Us scared us nuts. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. I'm uh, never going to. Really? No, I just want people I know to see it and then describe it to did me. Did you see Get Out? I did, and I was so scared. Oh, really? <laughs> I had to look up with jump scares uh, like before watching it. Oh, yeah, that's smart. But it was still scary. It's um, really good, though. It's really good. I saw it a few times. Ugh, I love Jordan Peele. In August 2006, for the eight planets recognized under the new definition, Phyllis Lugger, professor of astronomy at Indiana University, suggested... Uh, an expert. An expert. So this this yeah. one's going to know what she's doing. I have high expectations yes. for this one. Suggested the following modification to the common mnemonic for the nine planets. My very educated mother just served us nachos. I went to <laughs> Yale, and now here I am <laughs> serving up fucking just tortilla chips. Liquefying in a cheese for you. <laughs> this is what I'm using my scientific education for. You ungrateful brats. I never should have married and had children. This is a waste of my talents. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> She proposed the mnemonic to Owen Gingrich, chair of the International Astronomical Union Planet Definition Committee, and published the mnemonic in the American Astronomical Society Committee on the Status of Women in Astronomy Bulletin Board on August 25th, 2006. It also appeared in Indiana University's IU newsroom Star Trek. Star Trek. On, <laughs> Star, Star Trek. Yeah, on August 30th, 2006. <laughs> this mnemonic is used by the IAU on their website for the public. Others, angry at the IAU's decision to demote Pluto, compose sarcastic mnemonics in protest. <laughs> oh, I love an angry Ooh, mnemonic. Yes. <laughs> Schott's miscellany by Ben Schott included the mnemonic, many very educated men justify stealing unique ninth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, get a life. Uh, Mike Brown, who discovered Eris, mentioned hearing many very educated men just screwed up nature. Wow. 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 People are very resistant to change. Yeah. Um, but also... I, I, always feel, I feel this way when they want to rename dinosaurs. Oh, really? Like, wasn't there something where they like renamed Brontosaurus? Because they're like, actually... This doesn't accurately describe this dinosaur. We're going to call it something else. Oh. I don't remember. Didn't we just learn that like all dinosaurs had feathers or something? Yeah, they're all birds. They're all birds. 
So crazy. So crazy. They got to remake Jurassic Park now. Yeah. Just re-CGI it with more feathers. Jurassic Squawk. (laughs) 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 I would really like someone to just very badly redub the whole movie with chicken noises (laughs) and feathers. Um, Oh, delightful. One particular nine-planet mnemonic, my very easy memory jingle, seems useful naming planets, was easily changed once the demotion occurred, becoming the eight-planet mnemonic, my very easy memory jingle, seems useless now. (laughs) Slightly risque versions include Mary's virgin explanation made Joseph suspect upstairs neighbor. (laughs) Saucy. (laughs) And perhaps simplest of all, my very easy method, just sun, S-U-N. Huh? Oh, just S U N. Like the sun yeah. is the solar system. So Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Um, is it clear at this point that these are mnemonic devices for remembering the planets in order? We established that, right? I just pictured <laughs> I just pictured someone getting to this point in Wiki of the Week and being like, what the fuck what are they talking this? about? <laughs> I hope I hope people understand what a mnemonic device is. <laughs> it's a way to remember something. Yeah. Eleven planets and dwarf planets. In 2007, the National Geographic Society sponsored a contest for a new mnemonic of M-V-E-M-C-J-S-U-N-P-E. Yeah. <laughs> Incorporating the then 11 known planets and dwarf planets, including Eris, Ceres, and the newly demoted Pluto. On February 22nd, 2008, my very exciting magic carpet just sailed under nine palace elephants. Coined by 10-year-old Marin Smith of Great Falls, Montana, Montana was announced as the winner. That does, ha- that does paint a nice image. My very exciting magic carpet sailing under nine palace elephants. Just sailed under nine palace elephants. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. Good, good, uh, yeah, good. That was a good one. <laughs> My brain just broke. <laughs> <laughs> The phrase was featured in the song 11 Planets by Grammy-nominated singer and songwriter Lisa Loeb (laughs) and in the book 11 Planets, A New View of the Solar System by David Aguilar. I like that it lists the entire uh, ISBN number. Wow. (laughs) Check this out. 13 planets and dwarf planets. Since the National Geographic competition, two additional bodies were designated as dwarf planets. Make Make or Make Make? How would you pronounce that? I think because the next one sounds somewhat Hawaiian, it's... Hamia. Yeah. Makimaki and Hamia on July 11th and September 17th, 2008, respectively. A 2015 New York Times article suggested some mnemonics, including my very educated mother, oh, she's back, uh, cannot just serve us nine pizzas, hundreds may eat. (laughs) At first you think she's going to get a break from the domestic work, but no, she just has more to do. (laughs) An educated woman's work is never done. Oh, the name Makimaki is... uh, the creator of humanity and god of fertility in the midst of the Rapa Nui, the native people of Easter Island. Cool. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, longer mnemonics will be required in the future if more of the possible dwarf planets are recognized as such by the IAU. However, at some point, enthusiasm for new mnemonics will wane <laughs> as the number of dwarf planets exceeds the number that people will want to learn. I think that their prediction might be incorrect. I think the longer mnemonics are even more fun. <laughs> It is estimated that there may be 200 dwarf planets. Let's do it. I'm up for a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write a fucking novel. Yeah. Uh, okay, Lisa. Uh-oh. 
let's come up with as many mnemonics for the planets as we possibly can. Oh my God, I need time to go. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you, I'm going to just like text you right now just so you can have it on your computer, the, the letters in order. Um, all right. <laughs> this is so, oh uh, no. Uh, many very evil men just suck up new people. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. That was so fast. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this so quickly. Do it, do it, do it. No. <laughs> Mares. No, I, can't. <laughs> I like you, I to you started strong with a horse and then just. <laughs> it's hard because it's hard to think of a V verb. Marevor every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting. Uh, I can't. I can't do this. It's too much pressure. Okay, I'm gonna do one. Uh, mares verily <laughs> exude my joy. So unique names persevere or nays. Oh yes, very good. All right, mm, Lisa, very good. come on. I can't. I just can't do this. I just, I'm like, we got a little bit more time to fill. <laughs> uh, I can't do things on the spot. Make very eager men jump so ugly neighbors prance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> violence exists. Maybe Jesus saves. <laughs> Usually no one participates. Wow. That was really deep. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm going to I have I'm going to do an eight planet one. I could just watch you do this all day. <laughs> I'm going to do an eight planet one with no no Pluto. You're the stand-up comedian. You can think fast. I'm an I, I'm yes anding. You're this. yes anding. I need to just go into like a small dark room by myself for an hour before <laughs> I <laughs> um Monica very eagerly <laughs> makes Joey some universally nasty potatoes. <laughs> oh no, I added a, a P. Wait, I gotta do it without the P. Okay, I'm gonna do another friend's one. Okay. Monica, <laughs> vivacious, eagerly makes Joey suck ugly nipples <laughs> i like how vivacious is just like in, in parentheses <laughs> yeah uh, the vivacious version of monica yes uh, uh, mr velour <laughs> eats my jizz <laughs> so ugliness never prevails. <laughs> I added the P back because I couldn't think of a you gotta keep an, in the P. N verb. Yeah. No wonder they were so mad for it to go away. Yeah. I made the mnemonic harder. It's it's rough to start with an M V. Yeah. Like V is like V's tough. V's tough. 
I can't even think of like a V last name. Last name? Mr. Victor. Vargas. Oh, Vargas. That's good. Mr. Vargas eats my jizz. (laughs) (laughs) Some unusual nights. Mr. Vargas eats my jizz. Sometimes underwear. (laughs) Nicely. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes under. Naked. (laughs) Sometimes ugly nudes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Uh, does this conclude Wiki of the Week? I think I think you did an excellent job here. Thank you very much. Impressed as always. Okay, wait. Now one more challenge. Uh, Don't look at the page. Name the planets in order. Oh, no, Emily, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> think about it. My very educated mother makes, serves us nine pizzas. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars... Saturn. Saturn. I'm getting lost. My very educated mother serves us. Oh, uh, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Yay! Very good. (laughs) This is the worst. (laughs) Uh, That concludes Wiki of the Week. It's time now for What Did I Learn? What did I learn? Lisa, I learned all the planets. (laughs) And it's very hard for me to do things on the spot when I have low blood sugar. (laughs) And also when I have high blood sugar. (laughs) And other times also. (laughs) And it doesn't mean I'm stupid. Uh, (laughs) No, remembering things is hard. It's hard. Otherwise, we wouldn't need these mnemonic devices. That's right. Um, Emily, what did you learn? I learned um, that... Uh, there's a lot of turmoil in terms of how many planets there are, and that yeah, there. It's weird to me that scientists are predicting that enthusiasm is going to wane for the mnemonics before the world ends from climate change. Should I be encouraged by that? Yeah, if there's room to be disappointed by mnemonics, it means there's room for humanity to thrive. <laughs> That's really beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. Um, that concludes what did i learn do we have any butt picks that we need to talk about oh i believe we have a new one yes we do um uh we got a great butt this trans boy's butt is learning how to skateboard at 30 and they have a big old bruise on their butt yeah it's a view from the side it's very nice very smooth butt Thank you for the laughs and vital information especially about juniper well you're welcome thank you yay great butt um, Please send your butt pics to babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com and also send us your wiki links and uh, your celeb gossip. Yes. <laughs> uh, and also, any ideas for my campaign to be a Bond girl? <laughs> yes. And if you happen to be making that movie, please cast me. I will promise uh, to do it for scale. Um, I would love like a very indie Bond movie to be made, like a like weird... a mumblecore Bond movie. <laughs> yeah, actually, I would hate that. But <laughs> I like the idea of it happening. Yeah. Um, follow us online. I'm at Mr. Emily Heller. I'm at Lisa Draws. You can um uh watch my entire special Ice Thickeners on YouTube if you live in America. I think there's other places where it's trickier, but it's all on YouTube. It's called Ice Thickeners. You can watch the whole thing. And Barry's back. 
on HBO. Oh, hell yeah. Season, season two. two. Yeah. With Bill Hader. Yes, you should watch that. What else? Took and Birdie Tuke comes and out. coming out. Uh, when does this episode come out? This comes out in a couple weeks. Um, Three weeks? Three two weeks. weeks from now. Took and Birdie comes out extremely soon. Yeah. Get your asses ready. <laughs> yeah. Strap in Prime your butts. Buckle down. Wax them up. Do some suppositories maybe to get your butts ready for this show <laughs> to just slide right in. <laughs> Are you still listening? Where'd you go? Oh, <laughs> Come <man>. back. <laughs> uh, and, and goodbye. goodbye. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or a Medi- medication. medication. First time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported